Are people holding stocks long enough? And why are we trading so much? What's going on from a psychological standpoint, from a marketing standpoint? The average holding period for U.S. stocks has been declining for many years now. In the 1940s, the average duration was seven years. By the turn of the century, around 2000, it had fallen to below one year. A recent study in early 2020, pre-COVID, by researchers at wealth management firm MFS showed the holding period for the New York Stock Exchange listed stocks was nine months. But a Reuters article noted that the average holding period for U.S. stocks had declined to just five and a half months by June of 2020. The previous record low of six months was hit just after the 2008 crisis. In 1999, for example, 14 months was the average. Guess what else? Women trade a full 30% less than their male counterparts. We'll talk more about the differences in gender and the psychology and approach to buying and trading and hunting and gathering in a future briefing. But focusing back on the stock trading frenzy, today, the temptation is clear. Information is instant. Trading commissions are low or zero. Trading can be exciting. Some people consider it a hobby. Some act like it's gambling. Statistically, though, more active trading is hazardous to your wealth. Read anything on Nick Majuli's blog of dollars and data. The numbers are there. The charts are there. Active trading is not good for building wealth. Take a deep breath. Try rules-based investing so your emotions don't destroy your returns. Play with some of the money. Have a percentage that's your, what is it called? Corn explore, right? Anyway, I'm not a financial advisor. This is just more of a marketing and psychology angle at when we're making decisions too quickly and too emotionally, they're usually not good ones. But wouldn't it be great if you had a voice telling you and reminding you that these concepts exist for a reason and it calms you down when you feel that adrenaline and the FOMO about investing. There are so many stimulating and influencing forces out there acting on our brains. Here's an example. I was up way too late last night gathering, as in shopping on Amazon, because as a woman, I'm hardwired to gather. And you might want to hunt too, which is why you're at work trying to earn money. Or maybe you make money, which is different and better. But we built an app that does this, that reminds people, it's okay, calm down, stay confident. Remember those rules that we talked about. Keep your plan in mind, no matter what's going on externally. Instead of revving people up on adrenaline, like we are revved up all day online. That's Wealth Voice, obviously. I'm talking about my app. People need reassurance and information that cuts through the noise. Why do you even listen to this podcast? Because I give you topics, information that I understand. You kind of trust me on it, right? Especially if you've been listening for a while. You know that I research everything I talk about here and I'm not shooting from the hip. Why would you choose to absorb information from various amateurs who aren't subject matter experts, especially when it comes to your nest egg? And social media can be a dangerous place for investors equipped with 150,000-year-old lizard brain hardware. Yes, that's the version of the fight-or-flight operating system that you and I are running. Good luck online. Yeah.